the Biden administration has announced a plan to freeze federal student loan payments until August. The existing moratorium was created to allow millions of Americans to postpone payments during the coronavirus pandemic. Is it the right move? And if you could vote directly on this policy to pause loan payments until August, would you vote for it or against it? If you're new to my content, One Direct Democracy is a movement for upgrading the global democratic system by taking the power away from politicians and putting it in the hands of the people by using direct democracy. It'll also eliminate left and right wing politics. I've created the technology and a specific plan for how to make it work. If you want more information, check out the links in the description. For each episode, I'll pick an important issue, outline the problem, talk about the solutions, and you can decide how you would vote. In this video, we'll be talking about whether to extend student loan payments until August of 2022. Okay, if you're just looking for another talking head that isn't interested in actually doing anything, you're in the wrong place. If you want to be part of the solution, let's get into it. Well, millions of people with student loans could soon be getting another break. Today, the Biden administration is expected to announce another freeze on federal student loan payments. This would extend the moratorium that's been in effect since the beginning of the pandemic. NBC News chief White House correspondent Kristen Welker joins us now with more on what we can expect. Kristen, good morning. These loan payments were supposed to resume on May 1st, less than a month from now. But now we're talking about a pause going on until possibly August 31st. This comes pretty much with good timing, right? We're seeing the highest inflation in 40 years. Talk about the factors that went into this uh, plan. And do you think possibly this is going to lead to some loan forgiveness altogether? Well, it could. And look, Vicky, for context, the White House said the extension through January would be the last one. But then uh, effectively, because of those pressures that you just talked about, Omicron hit, they extended the pause on payments through May. Now, this next extension that we're talking about right now comes amid yet another variant and against the backdrop of soaring inflation and supply chain issues. Now, if this happens, it will be the sixth time that loan payments have been extended since March of 2020. So how many people will be impacted by this policy? According to this article from ABC News, the action applies to more than 43 million Americans who owe a combined $1.6 trillion in student debt held by the federal government, according to the latest data from the Education Department. Nearly 37 million borrowers have saved about $195 billion from the moratorium through April 2022, according to a report released last month by the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. The same report also found student loan borrowers who didn't benefit from the extended moratorium had 33% higher rates of delinquency on other debt. So one way to figure out whether this policy is required is to look at the default rate on student loans. That includes more than 7 million borrowers who have defaulted on student loans, meaning that they're at least 270 days late on payments. So how exactly will this pause on loan payments work? Borrowers will not be asked to make payments until after August 31, and the interest rates are expected to remain at 0% during that period. So is this just about the pandemic, or is it also part of a push to eliminate student debt? Senator Patty Murray said more time is needed to help Americans prepare for repayment and to rethink the government's existing system for repaying student debt. This is what Senator Pat Murray had to say about it. It's ruining lives and holding people back, she said in a statement last month. Borrowers are struggling with rising costs struggling to get their feet back under them after public health and economic crisis, and struggling with a broken student loan system. And all this is felt especially hard by borrowers of color. Murray called on the Biden administration to lift all borrowers out of default to provide a fresh start following the pandemic. There are other people that are also calling for the extension of the pause. 
In March, the St. Louis Federal Reserve Bank warned that resuming loan repayments could place a heavy burden on borrowers who faced financial hardship during the pandemic. It said that the impact would be hardest on black families, who are more likely to rely on student loans to pay for college. Okay, how did the current loan repayments pause start, and what are the rules? The Trump administration initially gave Americans the option to suspend loan payments in March of 2020, and Congress made it automatic soon after. The pause was extended twice by the Trump administration and twice more under Biden. Okay, so what's the argument in favor of simply canceling the debt? It remains in question whether Biden will pursue widespread debt forgiveness to reduce the nation's student debt. Some Democrats in Congress have pressed Biden to use executive action to cancel $50,000 for all student loan borrowers, saying that it would jumpstart the economy and help black Americans who, on average, face higher levels of student debt. You might be thinking, well, okay, even if the government does decide to cancel student debt, what are the mechanics of actually doing it? Last year, Biden asked the Education and Justice Departments to review the legality of widespread debt cancellation, but no decision has been announced. Finally, what is Joe Biden's position on cancelling student debt? Biden previously said he supports cancelling up to $10,000, but he argued it should be done through congressional action. Okay, this is my personal opinion on this issue. It obviously makes sense to pause loan payments on student debt when something like a pandemic causes massive interruption in people's lives. I think the bigger issue here is cancelling the student debt. This is a whole separate issue, so I'll get into it in more detail in a separate video. But there are two important issues. The first issue is what will it cost, and what will the country get in return for that cost? Or in simple terms, what is the cost-benefit analysis? I know it sounds cold, but you still have to do it. The second issue is how can this be done in a way that's fair to everybody? I would hate to be the last student that was required to pay my student debt. I've created a listing on the One Direct Democracy platform so that we can develop ideas about how long should the pause on student loan repayments run. You can add your own ideas or vote and comment on ideas from other people. You can also create your own listings for people to vote on. It's a simple way to get used to using the One Direct Democracy system. The link's in the description. So that's a summary of the key issues. If you could vote directly on this policy to extend the pause on student loan repayments, would you vote for it or against it? Let me know in the comments. The reality is that we've reached a point in time in our evolution where representative democracy no longer serves the will of the people. That's why I created One Direct Democracy. It's a movement for upgrading the global democratic system by taking power away from politicians and putting it in the hands of the people with direct democracy. I've created the technology, a framework for direct democracy, and a plan for how to make it happen. And we don't have to convince any politicians or powerful people to do anything to make it happen. We have the power to do it on our own. We just have to decide to do it. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you want more information about me or One Direct Democracy, check out the other videos on my channel or the links in the description. Direct democracy is the purest form of democracy. Representative democracy is an outdated, blunt instrument.